Sometimes you'll hear people say of a little baby, Look at that little angel. But more accurate would be to say, Look at that little enemy of God. Wow. Can you imagine if you were a person of interest listening in to this convention? What would be going through your mind? And there's another audience that we rarely give thought to in terms of what goes through their mind when they hear talks just like this. Mommy, if babies are enemies of God and I'm six years old, does that include me? I'm scared. You're listening to The Critical Thought, where we challenge our listeners to use critical thinking when examining the teachings of Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah, you know, JT, this is a very, very interesting and um, how these children are no doubt thinking about information that's coming from the platform. And it's really, really sad because I can remember all of these statements that were being made when I was growing up in this religion and how no one ever talked to me about what I felt about what I was hearing or how was I perceiving the information. But I can say this, there was a lot of phobia associated with what I heard. And I remember not even wanting to live through Armageddon because I knew how bad it was supposed to be. So as a little kid, I never, ever wanted Armageddon to come, you know? Yeah, um, this 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 type of um, lack of consideration of, or even thinking about what kids are uh, thinking when they hear statements like this, it impacts them. You know, we, we, we often refer to this as, you know, the power of the platform. Um, and what you said is true. Uh, we often hear people relate what their childhood life was like growing up, but the things that was actually said, the pictures that we were shown, uh, these things don't help kids at all. Um, and so sometimes you'll find speakers who they will literally just say whatever's on the top of their head. And we see that from both the local kingdom hall and yes, right up to the governing body at conventions for the summertime. These guys would just say anything, giving no thought to what someone like a young child may be thinking. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of burden to put on the child. Yeah. You know what, JT, when you think about it, when the governing body, Stephen Lett, talked about the child you saying, oh, um, this person's not this child. These babies are not angels. They're actually enemies of God. Um, it basically was tell, sending a message to the audience that this is a phrase you should refrain from using. And it just just brought back so many memories for me of statements that people would make that you were like monitored by the friends. And just, you know, if you said something, people reminded you, you can't say that. Like, for instance, when a person sneezes and you say, bless you, that was a no-no. This is another one of those issues where now this phrase has been demonized. Oh, yeah. If you're a Bible study, you're going to be quickly corrected. And of course, you know, that phrase that every witness is familiar with that, uh, you know, the brother on the platform said, the brother convention said, uh, that's used all the time to beat witnesses over the head. Um, and so being a child, parents, 
great little tool they can use now. You know, you don't want to study the magazines. You don't want to go out and field service. Well, you're not being a friend of God. You're not being a friend of God. You know, And so now this definition of what constitutes being a friend of God, they get to define it any way they want to. I mean, that's that's what they're able to do now. And you know what I was thinking about now? I'm taking this on the same lines of the 1975. Remember how people were saying, oh, they didn't say that 1975 was the end of the world and all that kind of stuff, right? Well, I took it a step further and I said, 10 years from now, I bet you any amount of money, somebody's going to be saying the governing body did not say that from the platform because, you know, time passes, you know, they, they you, this, this has become part of the culture now. And all of a sudden people are trying to figure out where did they get that from or somebody from another area of the country or the world. They may have missed it. It may have went over their head. They might not have been Jehovah's Witnesses at the time, whatever. But it's going to be a debate going on, whether or not the governing body member actually said that. Then people are going to be looking through every watchtower and awake magazine they can find to the to the tune of not finding it. And then if they go find our video or any of these other videos from ex-Jehovah's Witnesses, they will see that it was actually a talk that was given at the district convention. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so when you're telling so when you're telling children that they're not friends of God, of course, now they get to define, well, how do you become a friend of God? And of course, you become a friend of God by getting baptized. So, you know, little children, they're going to want to be a friend of God. So you can see how within the culture, you have younger kids who now I want to be a friend of Jehovah. I want to be a friend of God. And they'll end up getting baptized. And we know uh, the number one thing that we often hear from people we talk to is that they got baptized very young and they did not fully understand it. And we know the Watchtower has no problem baptizing young people. I mean, the Watchtower baptized people as young as six and seven years old. Um, I mean, for example, we were looking at one of the magazines of this young uh, little girl in Mexico, seven years old, getting baptized. She wants to be a friend of God. Um, and you know that when that little girl got baptized, she did not fully understand that if she makes a mistake when she's a little bit older, it could mean she couldn't speak to her grandmother, her cousins. You know, children do not understand that yet they will be told, you know what you was getting into. And it's, it's, it's almost laughable when you consider that. You know, children can't sign any kind of contract. They are not expected to, be, to think like an adult. And yet within the Jehovah's Witnesses, they will treat you even as a seven, eight, nine, 10 year old child as if you are an adult and you fully comprehend all of the ramifications. And we know that's simply not true. That's simply not true. And I mean, and JT, what you said is just so, so true. And not only that, but it just brings, it just opens up a, a whole lot of questions for people when they're thinking about the situation and the way he spent it, the, the analogy, the way he presented that analogy just made people think about different things because, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses are always looking for something new to be stated from the platform. They're always looking for some type of a new light or something. And so, of course, people are going to be wondering, is this new light? Are they going to follow up with this later on to discuss it and bring other things out? Um, I know if I was in the audience, I would probably be sitting there thinking, 
Um, because and the reason why I'm saying it like this is because I remember when I was growing up, and as a 10-year-old, I would be saying to myself, Well, you know what? I know I can make it into the new system because I'm too young to understand this is not the, the you know, I'm too I'm too young to get baptized, or, or the, it's too young for me to make this commitment right now. But based on the fact that you know, I'm young and my mom is a Jehovah's Witness. Hey, if Armageddon comes at age 10, I'm going to make it into the new system. So now if I'm sitting at my seat when Stephen Lett is making this um, proclamation, then I'm going to be saying to myself, wait a minute. What if sister so-and-so has a baby that dies? Does that mean that baby's not going to be resurrected? You know, um, do people need to get baptized earlier? You know, how do we protect these kids at this age? That's some of the things that I know I would personally be, be thinking. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I just can imagine somebody who may have lost a child and they tune in to this video. And this is what the man says about their child that they just lost. But, you know, it just goes back to how many times they will make statements from the platform without giving any serious or real thought to how it sounds. They'll just say it and keep on going. You know, when people often think of Jesus and the kids, they think of Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. Jesus, however, said, let the little enemies of God alone and do not try to stop them. Wait a minute. Did Jesus say that? Of course not. It says, Jesus, however, said, let the young children alone and do not try to stop them from coming to me, for the kingdom of the heavens belongs to such ones. So no, Jesus did not refer to the children as little enemies of God. And, and it's, it's just so crazy because the delivery didn't have to be so like, it was like a fear-mongering thing. He made a sensational statement. So, like, even when I was taking uh, my my writing classes in college, they always talked about how to soften your writing so that, you know, you could your audience could receive it in such a manner that wouldn't be so sensationalized and stuff like that. So I really feel like when he made that statement, he was really trying to make a statement stand out because now these kids that are sitting in the audience they know that if you're talking about a baby, of course, what do you think is going to be happening with these children? They got to start thinking about making that dedication because, again, like you said, he was giving the setup to the talks that were going to be on the convention program. And, of course, this is what is this is what he's trying to get you to think about while you're attending and listening to these talks that are coming up. So that is so true. But, you know, only time will tell how these types of statements will impact young people, whether it will cause some of them to actually end up getting baptized long before they should because of their little effort trying to be a friend of God, according to the Watchtower standards of what it takes to be a friend of God. But we'll see. This has been JT. And this has been Lady C. And we thank you for being in our audience. And we'll see you on the next episode. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers.